This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. Welcome to this special episode in honor of our July 4th Independence Day holiday in the United States. This is a message that was delivered by Robert Schuler from the pulpit of Crystal Cathedral in Orange County, California, and it aired on his television show called The Hour of Power on July 1st, 2007. And the title of his message is I am the American flag. I am the American flag. I will speak from the wisdom of a long life. I first felt the vigor of wind in my multicolored face when I unfurled my 13 stars over 200 years ago. I looked down to see horses with their clattering hooves pulling rattling carriages over cobblestone streets. Since then, I have looked up to see silver jets streak across stunning skies of blue. I was in the hand of my first president in the blood and snow of Valley Forge. I was there when this little nation was born, small, with the wilderness at her back, seas at her side, and not a single friendly neighbor to whom she, as a struggling infant, could call for help in distress. I saw the child survive and grow strong, to belch smoke from steel furnaces and to break virgin prairie until wastelands were blanketed by fields of ripening grain. I flew on to ride from steel girders topping out skyscrapers in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. I have earned the right to speak. The price paid for my freedom of speech is a price few remember or can comprehend. Those who died for my right to speak in freedom are buried in Flanders Field of France, the Punch Bowl in Hawaii, in the outskirts of Manila, the Philippines, and in many other places under the sun, as well as under the sea. Never forgetting this, I rise every morning to watch hour after hour over the graves of our finest men, and women whose years were short, but whose service was longer than we can ever measure. Yes, I, the American flag, have lived long, traveled far, and endured much. A million lives and more were sacrificed to give me the right to speak. I say, be proud of your country. There is so much about her that is beautiful, compassionate, tender, powerful, yet gentle. I have listened to her children. I see them every day. Little ones and older ones by the millions pledge their allegiance to me. I pledge allegiance to the flag 
of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Yes, I've been stained, torn, spit upon, burned and defiled by detractors for 200 years. Still, I'm proud of the country that I fly over, its schools, its courts of law, its assembly halls where laws are passed. I am proud of my country, the managers, laborers, firemen, policemen, my Army, Navy, Marine Corps, and Air Force, all dedicated to the dignity of our human beings. I, the American flag, will speak. Listen, I am proud of my country. Yes, in spite of all her sins, and there are many, in spite of her shame, and it is made conspicuous, America is not without a source of pride even today. Show me any other shameless, spotless, or sinless over whose people I could fly with greater honor. I am proud to fly over my imperfect America. I know of no other people who have been swifter to unselfishly borrow and spend billions of dollars sailing strange seas, soaring through unfamiliar skies to rescue beleaguered, besieged people with skin colors, facial features, and languages, and foreign religions that seem really odd to the kids from Peoria, Illinois, and Sioux City, Iowa. But their hearts never noticed the differences, for the young GIs saw them only as oppressed, tortured, hurting fellow human beings crying for help. And with the peace they earned and won, they simply went home to mom, eating apple pie, asking no thanks and expecting no monuments, surely never aiming to conquer territory or build a world empire or to exploit the wealth and riches of these countries. Americans, be proud of your country, for no country knows greater freedom under law than my country, the United States of America. Freedom to each man, woman, and child to choose his or her life's work be it a doctor, lawyer, astronaut, truck driver, farmer, or plumber, you have the freedom to choose. Freedom to travel from state to state without armed guards at the borders demanding to see passports. Freedom to try anything and succeed or fail. Freedom to fail and not be cast in prison because you failed. Freedom to speak, write, praise, question, or criticize anyone, including the President of the United States. Freedom, freedom to save and build a fortune, even to become wealthy, freedom to give your fortune all away at the end of your life to your family, your church, or to your charity, freedom to worship or not to worship as your heart and mind dictate. I'm proud of the harvest of our land, the corn, the wheat, the cotton, the apples, the nuts, the cherries, the oranges, and the pineapples. I see the harvest of the 50 states And I am proud that more than once we have helped feed the hungry around the world. Let's be proud of our country. You and America can do anything you want to. You can climb any mountain. Possibilities, they are unlimited, except as you limit them yourself with a cynical, bitter, negative attitude. Yes, when you see me flying in the legislative halls, schools, Listen to the rustle of every boy and girl, every man and woman. Dream a beautiful dream. Dare to believe in yourself. You can make it in America. 
Old glory I am called. My glory is the freedom that I give to every law-respecting man, woman, and child. But mark this and mark it well. Freedom depends on morality. The Ten Commandments, the Sermon on the Mount, and the Word of God have been the foundation stones of the time-tested morality of this country. Remove those foundations and suffer future shock that you did not imagine. Loss of liberty, loss of freedom. If my people depart from the virtues and values inherited from God, they will see their freedom fading. Yes, renew your faith in God. Renew your pledge to follow his holy word. Two hundred years ago, my people were a motley group of foreigners. They did not even speak the same language. Somehow they managed to overcome deeply embedded nationalistic prejudices, hostilities, and differences to pull together. It was, I say, a miracle of God. How did this country survive? Why? Listen to me. What kept this tough young giant standing on her wounded feet through these invincible 200 years? Where did the courage come from? Where did the faith come from? Where did the American perseverance and endurance come from? Say what you will, you cannot explain the courage, the faith, or the toughness of this country without taking into account her temples, her holy books. Oh, more than we know, the explanation of our national strength and spirit is found in the words of the one who is teaching many in this nation reverence and respect. His name is Jesus Christ. Yes, the high price of freedom is faith in God. I have a prayer. Listen to it. Our Father's God to thee, author of liberty, to thee we sing. Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might, great God, our King. You have now heard me speak. Now it's time to take a good look at my face. This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's Word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.